0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Very good, Mick. We'll, we'll go back through those before the end of the show. But if you just tuned in on the end of the, that and caught Mick's uh, best bets, you can go Mick's best bits. You can go to the Goodwill Podcast channel and catch up. Interestingly enough, uh, cricket's chirping. I see goes around in the Australian bloodstock colours now, so it must have been a purchase after that first start. Uh, and it is four fifty into three thirty. It's a charm deal. Is three thirty to. 320, so rock solid, and as is Quirky Habits 360 or 350. As you said, Mick, we've got Sean Clotworthy on the line now. He's, he's a, a fantastic trainer along with Emma, but also a president of the Trainers Association. Sean, and you've snuck a two-year-old down for a bit of black type at the right at the death of the season.
1: Yeah, morning, Louie, Mick. Um, yeah, we have. We've uh, brought him down to Otaki, sort of jumped out of the out of the box a little bit. I wasn't expecting it, but he's um, done nothing wrong with the races so far, so yeah, deserve the trip guinea.
0: So ha- what what does a two year old need to do at this point of the season to say that they're ready to keep keep training on?
1: Well they need to be obviously eating well and uh, you know, handling the pressure of work and, and um the them can handle wet tracks as well, so that's another another reason why like he, he may not go on top of the ground yet, we don't know that. So, um, but he does handle wet tracks, so good opportunity to give him a trip away and um and put things and and see how he goes left-handed, and see how he travels, etc. And and uh, yeah, see what's uh, in store for him as a three-year-old.
2: Shawny, good morning. Thank you for joining us. There, hey, there's a whole you lot mate. i of oh, good, brother. Um, there's a, lot, a whole lot of new things for the horse to learn today, and it's a long way from where you guys trained yeah, to Oteki. How's he handled that part of the experience?
1: Yeah, well, I had a bit of a bit of an extended trip because the desert road was uh, closed yesterday when we were coming down, so we had to go um, out through national park and. Okay. so yeah he's had a little bit of a longer longer trip down um, and he seems to have handled got off the truck looked good and seemed fine and ate up last night and drunk or just about ate up and drunk and um, yeah he seems bright and happy this morning one he's, he's pretty he's quite a laid back type of horse so I was expecting him to, to handle a raw trip you know, okay but uh, yeah it was a long trip.
2: Mate, uh, you don't often see trainers who have jumpers and decent jumpers mm. in the barn, and also two-year-olds who are black type horses. So, mm. um, you've also had some some Group One type sprinters in the last couple of years. Is it your case that you'll just take anything, any, anything that, that can run, you'll take?
1: Not fussy, you reckon, mate? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, well, obviously, you know, the jumpers are the jumpers are, are something that we've always had a bit of a passion for, and, and it just extends horses out there. Staying type, so uh, that's yeah, well, we dabble on a little bit, and yeah, if the right horse comes along, you know, you just got to train and train what you see. So um, yeah, this horse is probably today is more sort of three-year-old type to get over a bit of ground, but he's um, yeah, he's, he's gone on the case so far. So yeah, we just take it as they as they come, around. Really.
0: Well, we'll see later this afternoon and uh, be able to follow him throughout his career. Quirky Habits, not a bad name. We've been talking about horse names this morning, Sean, because a little bit of change at the way we're doing things with horses having to be named before they make it a, a, any sort of public appearance, I guess, um, for uh, a, a variety of reasons. And, yeah, there's, there's the fours, and I'm sure there's a few against. From the trainers, when this was put forward and, I guess, you you first found out that it was on the horizon. What was your initial reaction?
1: Uh, my initial reaction was good uh, because one of the problems we have as a trainer, or I, I seem to, you know, manage quite a few horses. Well, when you come to giving up bills and um, payments and everything, with some people being GST registered, so it was quite an arduous task to sort of do it. Also, uh, under the single national system, ACMS, uh, that would have taken care of all that and some of the how they do in Australia. As people know, you know, just divide it up between all the owners, the costs and the um, and the payments that they're making out, so that was going to be good. But with that being put on hold, obviously it's probably going to become a little bit of a, a task for trainers having to get used to it and, and do it. It has some benefits with. With uh, you know, traceability for the horses, but probably the the major plus for it was that um, being able to you know, distribute the payments even evenly amongst owners. That was the real key, and I'd say that was probably eighty to ninety percent of the reason why it was introduced. So mm. it's just one of the things we're going to have to get used to. Them. And maybe they're going to they need to get around uh, how long the, the horses can keep keep their names. You know, I think it's fifteen or seventeen years. Yeah, so maybe I need to adjust that for, for gildings or something like that, I don't know. I'll need to just tinker with it a little bit, I think, to, to get
2: it right. Yeah, I think one of the tinkerings could be that, for example, say someone has a horse called Bob and they sell it to Hong Kong and it becomes Bruce. Then Bob goes back into the system. I think you can do. I think we can absolutely do that because everything's electronic. So you could say, right, there's Bob who was renamed Bruce Goes to Hong Kong and that way you can reuse the names a lot quicker in saying that you'll never know the names. Shorty, one thing I'd like to see and in both codes, and I don't know about greyhounds because I haven't known to greyhound, is I would like to see all this become electronic. I could get on my phone, and if I wanted to, I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but I could buy first-class tickets to London for $20,000 with a PIN number and get it done just like that. And yet I have, we did it this week, (laughs) we named our horse and we have to send paperwork around the country (laughs) and and I know it's bloody, I, I know there needs to be a legal signature and that sort of stuff, I get it. But seriously, for and and you know, I would like to think I spend a bit of time on my computer, but for a lot of older people who aren't computer savvy, some people don't own a scanner. I think that's one thing both Gall- uh, both equine codes could do a lot better. Give people a pin number. Don't be stupid enough to give it to other people. But most people don't give their credit card pin numbers to other people and give them the access to, say, type in your number and type in your accept that you now own 10% of Fantail. That's what I would like to see happen, Shorty, because I think this whole thing of sending pieces of paper around the country is bloody ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it is it is hard work,
2: mate. It's like
1: you have know, just come down to no Otaki last night and the same thing, I booked a... Um, motel on the way down and they just give you a, give a pin number for your door code, and you, uh, there's no reception or anything, you just go in and punch your door code in, no keys or anything to pick up and away you go, you know, it all works very smoothly. So yeah the same sort of thing, we've got to get, get around all that paperwork because as you know, you know you get 20 owners and a horse and we've all got to sign change ownership and then you know, re-sign for naming or, or if the race manager does it but still there's initial Signing of a lot of paperwork and it's uh, yeah, it's a big task, big big task. And like you say, not everybody's got you know some of the owners they maybe got access to scanners, etc. things like that.
0: So, oh, sure, any any sure people
1: having we... to run run paperwork out to you.
2: <laughs> and put it in your pocket have you ever seen the paperwork for some horses like some people including myself I can barely write with a pen and <laughs> I, I look at we did the paperwork for a horse this week and you look at it and go what does that actually say yeah, I feel sorry for yeah. the poor people in the registrations office because I absolutely know some of it's totally illegible so it's no wonder yeah, so many horses get their name spelt wrong
1: yeah, yeah, well, Dr. handwriting, yeah, you're on, but the same, because you know what it's like if you're signing on paper the papers, you to scroll it down pretty quickly if you're in a rush, so... Um, well, that's also autographs yeah. for
2: you, Shorty, when you go to the races and stuff.
1: No, no.
0: No, <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, just no tra- autographs, <laughs> just yet, but I suppose if you... Uh, yeah, what's
2: that, I just Just on that, Short, um... Just talking about the new season, because it is exciting, do you and Emma have a horse you're excited about, apart from the horse today? Obviously, do you have another horse in the barn? You're thinking, hey, look, this could be a bit of fun.
1: Yeah, I think um, I've got a full-on that I um, had a bit of time for. Last year, a uh, Westbury Swiss ace filly or turning mare. And, uh, yeah, she's back having a jump out on Monday. And, yeah, she's come up nicely. Malt time seems to have come up nicely again as well. So, yeah, that couple that, um, yeah, we're looking forward to.
0: Yep, and obviously that there would have been some positive reverberations around the, the trainers' uh, barns around the country, w- with more prize money allocated for this caracamillion. I know it's the top end, and and will probably attract some Australian raiders. And uh, you know, it only serves a small number of of the trainers, but it's aspirational, I, I'd assume, Sean.
1: Oh, of course, yeah. It's all positive, Louis, and, we've, and we've got to be really positive about the industry going forward. You know, we've got an opportunity with the. Uh, Intain coming on board to take over the TAB and and uh, increasing a distribution. So you know we've all got to get behind it and be really positive. And and um, the people that are guiding it, they've just got to make sure that the the money is going back in the stakes because you know even though we've had a, had a bit of a kick, well, uh, stakes right through the you know overall. Um, because even though we've had a bit of a kick with this, which is really great, we still need more. And with um, the way inflation is etc and costs rising so uh, we need we need it to keep keep going up. So anything that can be grabbed here yeah, we need to be putting it into into lower stakes as well.
2: Shawnee, you're obviously the president of the Trainers Association. It was a real issue two years ago with staff. Is that loosening up? Are we having less issues with that? Because um you know, pre COVID it was a lot easier to get people into the country and also some people who came here regularly left and haven't come back, so what's the vibe from the trainers you're talking to about staff?
1: Yeah, maybe a touch easier, but still an issue. You know, still, we're trying to get a lot of people to come overseas coming into New Zealand, and, and uh, the wage rates are pretty, very large for a labor intensive type of industry like uh, horse training. So, um, you know, we pay people that really don't have a lot of horse knowledge. So, 29. 29- Bill is sixty-six an hour, and it um, adds up when you start uh, working long hours with horses. So, you know, yeah, we've we've got uh, we've just got to make sure that we keep on top of that and keep encouraging education and, and getting people in New Zealand, through New Zealand and locally, and some of these academies like the Body Park Academy, etc. You know, they're bringing people into the industry, so it's a good positive move. And I think if racing becomes a little bit more rewarding, it'll uh, it'll attract people a little bit more to it as well.
0: Well said. All right, Sean, we'll let you crack on. Good luck today uh, out there at Ōtaki, and um, yeah, hopefully your two-year-old progresses nicely. Excellent. Yeah,
1: thanks, thanks, Mick.